0: What's up, fight fans, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Mat here on Final Timeout Sports. I am your host Forbes Crowley, joined as always by my co-host Fernando Doctors. Here on this seventh episode, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, UFC Fight Night last week, Santos versus Hill, breaking down the fights um, that we gave you guys some recommendations on. Then we're going to look ahead uh, to this weekend UFC Fight Night, uh, Marlon Chito Vera versus. Dominic Cruz, uh, and then also a little more, uh, a little further ahead of Kamaro Usman versus Leon Edwards, the rematch, uh, and that exciting UFC 278 card that's in Salt Lake City on August 20th. Um, but, you know, starting it off uh, with the Augusto Sakai um, Sergey Spivak fight, you know, just about exactly kind of how we thought. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Spivak, younger, faster, um, able to just, he was just landing strikes. I mean, uh, Sakai with 14 total strikes, eight significant strikes to, uh, Spivak's, uh, 86 total strikes, 33 significant strikes, um, 33 significant strikes to the head, you know, um, also with, you know, a submission attempt that, um, you know, Sakai was able to get away from, but, Spivak, you know, just doing a lot of damage. You could see on Sakai's face. I mean, he looked like he was beaten by the end of that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, just emotionally, mentally, I don't know. Like, um, so we'll see kind of what would be next for Sakai. Um, he's now fallen out of the UFC heavyweight rankings. Um, Sergey Spivak, you know, he could... We'll see. He could try and argue for a top 10 um, fight as he's now coming in ranked number 12 uh, after not being ranked uh, at all. Um, But, you know, could also fight Alexander uh, Romanov. uh, Some more names that I'm going to butcher, 14 and 15, I won't (laughs) even try. You know, but this heavyweight division is always fireworks. It's always exciting to put together different fights. Um, It's, you know, especially once you get to these ranked guys, you know, they're, it's, Very odd for this to you know, and these types of fights to go the distance. So, um, kind of what we expected uh, from that one. Nando, what what were your thoughts on this one? Like you said, it was kind of what what we
1: anticipated. Excuse me. Um, Honestly, just an absolute beatdown from Spivak, who, like you said, is the twelfth ranked in the um, heavyweight division. And I don't. I think that might be that might be uh, it for Sakai right now. Um, but looking at Spivak, I mean Romanov has a has a fight uh, with uh, Marcin Tibura. Uh, excuse me if I mispronounced <laughs> that one. Um, so it would be interesting to see if Spivak could you know have a top ten fight. Um, I mean he looked unbelievably comfortable and it was a pretty convincing uh, victory on his end for sure.
0: Yeah, um, and, you know, he was also mixed in. Takedowns was 6 of 8 on takedown attempts. Uh, Really seemed like he was just dragging Sakai into deep water, places where he wasn't comfortable. Um, And, yeah, got that round 2 TKO win. Um, And then, you know... We didn't talk. We mentioned this one briefly, but we had Ultimate Fighter um, finale uh, for the heavyweight division. Um, Muhammad Usman getting a knockout on Zach Pauga. Um, this was just, I mean, the left over the top. You know, it wasn't like he he wound up like crazy or anything for this. This just seemed kind of like a straight left that came over the top a bit and and slept Pauga. Um, and, you know, Usman tossed a couple hammer fists on after that probably weren't necessary. I think the, the ref was trying to pull him off, but, you know, convincingly won um, the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he now joins his brother, Kamaru, as champions. Now they're the only brother champions of the Ultimate Fighter. He now has a six-figure contract, which he gets, uh, I believe, four fights um, so he you know I think even Francis Ngannou current heavyweight champ shouted him out after his win I mean it was a, a he dropped him which is absolutely yeah. out I mean so he's you know he he's a guy that you could see challenging maybe not his next fight um, but the one after maybe uh, a guy like Sergei Spivak or um, one of those other kind of maybe 12 to 15 ranked heavyweights. What do you think?
1: I mean, I saw what you saw, Forbes, and that was an unreal display of power. (sighs) I mean, wow. He really kind of just, like, knocked him out. absolutely slapped him. And you kind of just saw him, like, walk around the ring, and you're just like, damn, or Octagon, sorry, and you're just like, Wow. How, why didn't we even touch more on this? Like this guy, first of all, he just like on physique
0: alone is it's just a scary a, dude. Yeah, is, yeah well, he's I a mean, maniac. Right after the knockout, yeah, you're saying when he was walking around, like I was like, he shit. looked the look on his face. I mean, he looked like he could have, you know, tried to fight Francis Ngannou right then and there. Like he he was ready to to kill. So well, yeah. Let's just get a Spivak uh
1: you know Usman fight that could be interesting yeah
0: uh, that would be a fun one to make um yeah it'll be exciting uh to see yeah, who they kind of um match Usman up with you know maybe he'll get a, a little bit of preferential treatment uh being the current welterweight champ's brother um but seems like he'll be pretty committed to building his own name apart from his brother's. Um, you know, he's talked about he wants to be a champ and all, all that stuff. So um, excited to see his next fight, whoever uh, that comes against him, I guess. I, I doubt it would be against anyone ranked. Um, so it could be a fun fight to watch, um, see him maybe beat up on another person. But, uh, you yeah. know, then we move to the Vincente Luque, Joff Neal. Um, Is it Joff or Jeff? Sometimes people pronounce, like, what I guess... That's probably Jeff, and I'm just saying it wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Dude,
1: I mean, you could be right.
0: Um, I, yeah, I have no clue. But the, the one fight that I got wrong on this card, um, you know, Jeff just seemed quicker, more accurate, um, with higher output than Vincente Luque, you know. Seemed, at times, Luque was having some success... Um, he was doing damage, you know, I think he was doing a lot of damage to the body, um, that, uh, on Neil, but at the end of the day, yeah, Neil had the the stamina and was really just landing hard shots. I mean, his jabs were tough. Everything seemed to get through, um, Luque's guard, you know, so that was, um, yeah, and even, and even I think in the third when Luque started to have a little bit of um, success, Neil was able to turn it around and take that, you know, and then uh, got a takedown, able to end the fight, you know, pretty brutal. Um, yeah, he was landing some hard shots. I mean, 125 strikes, 121 of which were significant strikes, um, you know. So, that you know, tough, almost went uh, undefeated on this one. You called this one, right? What, what were your thoughts on it? I, I was hype. Um,
1: I kind of saw... We're going to call our boy Neil um, for the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was just a dog, honestly. Um, he kind of dictated the pace yeah. as well. And kind of from like the get-go, I was like, damn, this is going to be his fight. But like I mentioned um, in our previous podcast... I mean, I thought that it would have been, for the most part, a Luque-dictated uh, fight, you know, meaning that if it went the distance, he was probably going to gonna win. That being said, Neil kind of went at it from the get-go and, and showed that he was just a better a better fighter um, and honestly expressed his, to say it a third time, dog mentality.
0: Um, he looked
1: great. Um
0: yeah, no, I, it was it was exciting. I mean, it's, you know, some some new blood. Um you see he um he bounced all the way up to to the 8th ranked uh welter right now with Luke A down to uh or sorry. Yeah, with uh Luke now tied for uh 9th with Jorge Masvidal. So it'll be interesting to see um who they match Neil up with next. Um Burns, uh, or sorry, Muhammad has a fight. Obviously, Leon Edwards is challenging the champ. Um, Colby Covington is seemingly recovering from his, when he was jumped by Jorge Masvidal. Um, Kamzat has a fight. Gilbert Burns, that could be an interesting fight. Um, I don't know if he has anything booked at the moment. Uh, He's always really exciting to watch. So, you know, there are a lot that... um, a lot of fights to make with now Neil in the mix uh, to try and you know and shake things up a little bit in the division. Maybe even you know uh, a Steven Thompson um, could be could be interesting. So that that's gonna create a little more uh, you know some more fights and, and just some more urgency in that welterweight division. Um, and you know depending on our uh, a result of Kamara Usman um, on uh, August 20th. You know, we'll have to see um, if it's just another name or uh, under under Usman's belt, or if you know we're gonna have a new champion that's gonna you know cause all sorts of, of waves. Um, mm-hmm. But then yeah, we had this light heavyweight bout. Uh, that I think we both had right. Um, yeah, it's it, it seems like Hill Jamal Hill was. Um, controlling the pace, he, he was walking Santos down. Um, he was uh, forcing Santos to wrestle. Who I mean, he was having success early on in the wrestling. He was getting some takedowns. He had you know almost six minutes of control time. But um, to Hill's credit, he was able to scramble, get back up, extremely well. Um, and yeah, he was striking very well. I think at one point. Santos's corner was just like you need to stop trying to turn this into a bar fight because when Santos was kind of going by his what seemed like his game plan, it, he was having some success. You know, he was catching Hill uh, at, at points, and that, you know sometimes Hill seemed like he just wanted to absolutely brawl, which is dangerous with a guy like Santos. You know, Santos caught him a couple times, could have ended it. You never know. Um, Santos has that type of power, but you know the output so uh, completely lopsided 130 total strikes landed uh for hill to 56 for santos 89 significant strikes to 53 for santos um you know working all over the body um was able to like i said scramble well get back up and then um when he had santos hurt was able to uh, get him on the ground um and finish it um in pretty spectacular fashion He's, you know, I think he called out Yuri after the fight. Uh, I don't think that he's going to get Yuri. You know, he's all the way up to four, ranked fourth now. Um, Sorry, sixth. He went up four places uh, in the light heavyweight division. Um, You know, Anklov just fought, uh, as did... um, Who is it? Dominic... Or, sorry, not Dominic Reyes. Um, You know, Jan Blahovich could be a, a possible guy. Um... Anthony Smith, although, you know, that I think would be pretty one sided. But I don't know. Who, who, who do you think uh, you could see either of these guys um, going to in their next fight? Santos coming off uh, two losses in two headline events. Uh, and, you know, um, Hale coming off of some great knockout wins. Just an absolute knockout artist uh, in the light heavyweight division. Honestly, I would like to see Jan.
1: Um, against Hill, I think that that would be that would be an interesting matchup, to be honest. And as far as Santos, hmm, that's a tough one um, because I kind of see Santos trending down right now. Um, hmm, maybe like a Paul Craig, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he's probably yeah. He, you know, like I said, he dropped down to ninth uh, ranks, light heavyweight. Could see him, yeah, maybe uh, Nikita Krylov, uh, Paul Craig could be interesting. Um, I don't think he has a, a fight booked yet. Um, you know, could could fight a uh, Johnny Walker. Um, you know, it would be or sorry, I think he actually already fought Johnny Walker, so that you know wouldn't necessarily be the best one. But um, you know, definitely trending in different different ways. Um, the Jan Bohovic fight for uh, Jamal Hill would be really interesting because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, yeah, Jan would definitely try and wrestle a lot. Um, and as we just saw in that fight, um, Hill was able to scramble, defend against Santos's many, many takedowns, um, and then end up, yeah, getting the knockout. Um, so he's an absolute knockout artist. It's exciting. Um, that was sweet definitely dreams. great. Yeah, sweet dreams. I mean, that was a great, great um, card to to watch. And then you know, looking ahead to this weekend and um, a bantamweight main event bout between uh, Marlon Chito Vera versus Dominic Cruz. You know, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, I was surprised, honestly, when this one got booked. Um, you know, Dominic Cruz isn't. That hasn't been himself, I, I think, in a while. Um, and now five, fifth ranks. Uh, Vera, you know, he's the one who is responsible for um, taking away Sean O'Malley's O, uh, giving him his only career loss. Like, and this guy's, and he has knockout power. Like, he can. He's one of those few bantamweights that can put people asleep which I feel like is something that, you know, we don't talk about as much, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. So he's trying to get, I think, a title shot with this win based more on name notoriety in Dominic Cruz rather than quality of win. You know, Dominic Cruz, um, obviously he's a legend of the game, and, uh, you know, the Bantamweight division went on that historic um, win, um, streak where he's beating, you know, Uriah Faber, Demetrius Johnson, T.J. Dillashaw, Uriah Faber again, um, and up until 2016 when he fought uh, Cody Garbrandt um, and lost unanimous decision. But in a fight that he got kind of the snot beat out of him. I mean, Dominic Cruz has always been known for his very unique type of style. You know, um, he bounces around on his uh, Feed a lot. He's trying to, you know, shuffling in and out. Um, but that just when he fought Cody Garbrandt, um, was almost ineffective. He got absolutely destroyed in that fight. Um, and then didn't fight again until 2020 when he challenged, uh, it was Henry versus Henry Cejudo versus for the, uh, I think a vacant belt or no, that was after Cejudo took it from Garbrandt, but, you know, lost that via TKO in the second round um some have argued that that was an early stoppage stuff like that uh and then went on to you know get two wins Casey Kenny split decision Pedro Munez um uh unanimous decision you know dropped him I think twice in the first round um but he's 37 um you know after 26 since 2016 he's fought three times so three times in that six year span um you know he does more commentating than uh fighting at this point. I see, yeah, um I don't see this fight going the distance. I see um Marlon Vera, you know, finishing him um fourth round. You know, that's not something you say a lot about um Dominic Cruz, but you know, Marlon Vera he he's got some crazy power. Uh, I don't know if you saw when he knocked out Frankie Edgar front kick to the face. Uh, pretty nuts um, before that. You know, his only loss was to Jose Aldo. Um, and, you know, obviously we know Jose Aldo, arguably one of the best bantamweights, featherweights of all time. So he's on the, clearly on the up and up. You know, he's 29. Um, he's, you know, just a strong fighter. He's uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu to more of Dominic Cruz's wrestling. Um, although, you know, I think both of them are going to kind of stand in strike. Um, yeah, I see uh, Marlon Vera really running away with this one, and if it's not a pretty dominant TKO win, um, then it'll be on the scorecards a dominant uh, unanimous decision.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we're talking Marlon Vera... The most finishes on UFC Bantamweight history with nine, five by TKO, four by submission. Like, this dude's an animal, and I'm going to have to agree with you, Forbes. I think that, you know, any fight really with Dominic Cruz has, you know, or most rather, have the potential to go the distance, I would say. Yeah. Um, But I struggle to see that in this Um, In this contest I think Marlon Vera knockout third round
0: Yeah, and you know first time I think that Cruz is a five round uh, event in a while So it's he's definitely uphill battle on this one Um, Yeah, I mean, you know Marlon is a minus 240 favorite with Cruz being plus 200 underdog Um, You know, that's really the only card or sorry fight on this card that we were going to get into Um obviously every weekend it's exciting to watch the fights. Not a whole lot of um, star power on this card but then we look ahead to uh, UFC 278, Usman versus Edwards 2 that's going to be a great one uh, we won't get into that one just yet but um, you know look at the card we have uh, Marcin Tabura versus Alexander Romanov. Um, going to be a great heavyweight bout. Two guys ranked kind of on the cusp looking to you know, cement themselves as contenders, get themselves potentially uh, in the top 10 and trying to get maybe a top five opponent for their next bout. Um, then, obviously, the legend, Jose Aldo versus uh, Murad Devalishi. Um, I definitely just butchered that, and I'm sorry. Hmm. Um, you know, like I said, Aldo is uh, one of the greatest fighters of all time, uh, bantamweight, you know, he was UFC before the UFC and then Mirab kind of up on the up and up, um, you know, going to be a very interesting fight. You know, Jose Aldo still has, uh, just about everything that, um, you know, he used to, he's shown that he's, um, that, you know, lost to Peter Jan for the, the belt, you know, um, then beating, uh, Marlon Chito Vera, Pedro Munez and Rob Font, you know, he's still got it. Um, wants to take that belt back that'll be a fun one and then we have the return paulo costa versus luke rockhold coming out of retirement uh in a middleweight bout um you know top ranked uh costa versus former champ luke rockhold that's going to be a fun one uh and then like we were saying before uh, Kamara usman is going to defend his belt um against leon edwards this is the second time they're fighting um obviously usman won the first time he's already coming in and a minus three forty favorite, uh, Edwards plus two seventy uh, underdog. I would already warn you not to not to try the the underdog on this one. Um, but you know, any uh, any quick thoughts on this card before uh, we wrap this one up, Nando?
1: No, Forbes. I can't wait uh, to see Usman uh, defend his bell against Leon Edwards in this rematch. Um, I would definitely recommend to stay. Uh, stay far away from betting against Uzman, um, an absolute, an absolute man. Repeat, stud. This guy is Paulo Costa. I mean, that should be an interesting one against uh, Luke Rockhold. Um, I don't even know that much about him. Uh, I definitely had to to do a quick research on him. Um, maybe Paulo Costa gets a, a top five fight. You know, defend some of his credibility that he um, that he once had. You know, I feel like he hasn't. We, ha- we haven't really seen him do much since his loss to Adesanya way back, what was it, two years ago? A year and a half ago?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting he wants to, especially after that pretty embarrassing um, situation he had when he couldn't make weight versus Marvin and Torrey um, so yeah, he hasn't shown really anything since he fought Adesanya mm-hmm. um, but yeah, gonna be exciting we're starting to come up on some Uh, really great cards uh, back-to-back-to-back, and we'll get you ready for it next week as well.